0: Hi, this is brian hudson welcome to another edition of conversations in focus we have been graced on today to have in studio miss joy Arujo, and joy has many hats she's wearing and one crown <laughs> and the crown she wears is miss indiana international we'll talk more about that she also founded an organization called the donor appreciation network and she's a student at Anderson University. But the best part is she's an excellent young lady, a believer in Christ, one who loves God and loves people, and doing great work in our community. So welcome, Joy. Thank you. (laughs) Great to have you today on Conversations in Focus here on the Vision Stream Network. Joy, what is Miss Indiana International, and how is this pageant different from other pageants?
1: Well, Miss Indiana International is a preliminary competition for the Miss International pageant. Miss International is a pageant that is very platform-focused, which means... All the girls in the pageant are very focused on their community service platforms, what they're doing in their community to make the world a better place. That's very different than what we typically hear about pageants in the media and what we're hearing about pageants today. But Miss International is a wonderful system that is focused on helping girls accomplish things, show off their accomplishments, and make their communities a better place. I
0: like that idea. So less parading and more serving. Is that correct? (laughs)
1: Absolutely. In fact, where most pageants have a swimsuit competition, we're fitness wear to show off how hard we're working in the gym, not necessarily how good our bodies look, which I think is important.
0: It is, and that's another reason why... I'm so interested in what you're doing. Let's talk about the video we produced for you.
1: That was a wonderful experience for me. We had to have Journey to Miss International videos posted on the Miss International YouTube page and coming in here writing a script and getting to show off things about my organization that I created and what I'm doing as Miss Indiana International was a wonderful experience for me.
0: I want to share with you the video we've been speaking about. We filmed for Joy as she's pursuing um, the next level in her pageant uh, reign. So, Joy, give us a synopsis of the video before we show it.
1: Well, this video is about my journey to the Miss International Pageant in Charleston, West Virginia in July. Um, I talk a lot about my platform, Donor Appreciation Network, the other organizations that I support, and basically about me, who is Joy Rujo. Let's
0: watch the video now and enjoy
1: this. Greetings from Indiana, the crossroads of America. Hi, I'm Joy Rujo, Miss Indiana International 2018. I'm here to share with you a little about myself and my mission as Miss Indiana International. First off, I'm a huge fan of the state of Indiana. Having been raised here most of my life in Indiana, I truly cherish the unique history and character of the 19th state in the union. I grew up in a warm and doting family, but was diagnosed with kidney disease very early in my life at the age of 10. Despite the hardships of being sick for a really long time, I learned early on that joy comes in the morning, and to count it all joy. Illness can be hard, but can also be one of God's learning tools to teach patience and other virtues. My journey has taught me to rely on God in ways I never imagined, and to show me His glory and His love in the deep ways. Another sweet result of being ill for so many years attached to a dialysis machine was the time and inspiration it gave me to create and organize Donor Appreciation Network, Inc., which is a 501c3-exempt organization dedicated to living kidney donors. We primarily distribute donor celebration boxes to living kidney donors at Indiana University Hospital in Indianapolis, but we have sent boxes all over the country. On July 31, 2017, I completed my last dialysis treatment and received a kidney transplant. Now, it is my mission as Miss Indiana International to do as much as I can with my new kidney, to pour myself into the cause of kidney disease awareness and raising awareness for the importance of living kidney donation. This is an important mission because I am not the only person I know who has struggled with debilitating kidney disease. My former hemodialysis center is full of friends hoping for and waiting for transplants. In fact, nationally, there are over 80,000 people awaiting a kidney right now. It is my calling to help. I am doing this through the National Kidney Foundation of Indiana and my platform, Donor Appreciation Network. I will also continue to devote time to Go Red for Women and the Make-A-Wish Foundation. I am also a student at Anderson University, a Christian college in Indiana, where my major is Biblical Studies. I also enjoy going to docks and meetups with my wiener dog, Franklin, as well. I would like to thank a few people for making this reign possible. The international pageant system has given me an incredible opportunity. And thank you to my transplant team at Indiana University Hospital for fixing me up so well. I would also like to thank my mother, Tina, for being my biggest supporter. It's been great sharing my story with you. See you all in West Virginia.
0: Well, Joy, how have you used your platform and this honor you've received and this uh, status to uh, serve our community and to serve God?
1: Well, my platform is... Donor Appreciation Network, the organization that I started, that benefits living kidney donors. And I think this is important because most people don't even know that we are born with two kidneys, but we only need one to survive. So people that are alive can donate a kidney to a loved one, or in fact, anyone on the list who needs one. So my work with Donor Appreciation Network, I think, serves the community because. This is a cause that needs more awareness. And that's what I'm all about, telling people about living kidney donation and celebrating those that have actually given kidneys while they're alive. And I think that this is serving the Lord. This is the Lord's work because he put it on my heart to do this. And just going out and going outside my comfort zone to talk to people about living kidney donation is doing what God has told me to do.
0: Now, you're focused on this important cause. Let's talk about why you're focused on it. Let's talk about your journey to health and your story behind uh, becoming a founder of the organization and why you're so passionate about encouraging living donations of kidneys.
1: Well to start off I have been a kidney patient since the age of 10. I was diagnosed with kidney disease early and I fought for a very long time doing dialysis and waiting for a transplant. And it was about, I'm going to say four years ago that I was sitting in a hemodialysis chair at IU hospital thinking what am I supposed to do now and so many people had come forward and offered me their kidneys even though they weren't a match they had still offered and I was blown away just highly touched that someone would offer to give me their kidney and so I thought what can I do to help these people and to celebrate these selfless individuals that want to donate kidneys And day after day, sitting in that dialysis chair, I came up with Donor Appreciation Network and that I wanted to pass out donor celebration boxes to living kidney donors that would help them just feel good about what they've done and tell people about how good living kidney donation is for the community. So that's really how it started. And it's been a blessing there forward. I mean, I've loved doing Donor Appreciation Network.
0: I tell you, I'm just amazed sitting here listening to you. We talked before about this and how, now we can't imagine what you've been through, how much you've suffered, but no one would think that looking at you and listening to you because rather than internalize your pain and your difficulty, you've actually turned it around and made a blessing to other people. So how has this journey helped you to inspire other people?
1: Well, I, people have come up to me and said that it's very inspiring that I've made something that could be a negative into a positive. And simply put, that's what the Lord wants us to do. He doesn't want us to dwell on our negativity and our depression, which is a natural thing when you are on dialysis, but he wants us to overcome that. He wants us to say, you know what, this is a blessing in disguise, and it truly has been. I would not be the person I am today without kidney disease. I wouldn't know God without kidney disease like I do now. I wouldn't have donor appreciation network had I not been on dialysis. And I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you guys today if I had not been on dialysis or had gone through my struggles.
0: There is a couple of scriptures. When we were filming your your video, you shared a story about in your difficult moments, God gave you two scriptures. Talk to our listeners about and viewers about what God gave you, the two scriptures you gave that I shared in your video.
1: Well, I want to give a little backstory to one of them. When I first got diagnosed with kidney disease, my mother was just as upset as I was, obviously, when I was 10 years old, swollen and sick. And she would rock me every night and say, you know what, Joy? Joy comes in the morning. And... I didn't quite understand what that meant as a 10-year-old, but slowly but surely things started to get better in life, and I started to realize that that means that suffering endures for a night, but joy comes in the morning, and it has literally been true for me. I have literally received a kidney transplant one morning. One night I went to bed on dialysis, the next morning I woke up and I had a kidney transplant. So it's not just metaphorical, this was literally true in my life that joy came in the morning.
0: Wow. And then also in the scripture you used is, uh, the other one is?
1: Count it all joy.
0: Count it all joy.
1: And like I was saying, you know, anything is a blessing in disguise. We can dwell in the negative, but that's not what the, what God wants us to do. He wants us to see the positive and what trials he's given us. And when we start to see everything that the Lord has given as joyful experiences and something that joy can come out of, then we are truly doing what God wants us to do.
0: That is, that is such a, a, a mature and insightful uh, thing you have, uh, clarity you, a clarity you have about what you've been through because we both know people who have become overwhelmed by the difficulty and challenges, even bitter, mad at God, mad at people, and it doesn't help, doesn't help at all. The Bible says, count it all joy uh, when you fall into diverse testings knowing this. See, we know this, we know is God's bringing us through. We counted our joy. We thank God not so much for things, but thank God in everything, give thanks. We're not happy to go through difficulty, but the fact is God's with us. And you're a testimony, Joy, of how you can handle, how people should handle difficulties and challenges in life. So I want to just thank you and commend you and your mom (laughs) for for standing, uh, staying encouraged and seeing you today and listening to your testimony and just experiencing the joy of your life, your name is Joy and you have Joy, it's a great encouragement. I think God put the right person in Miss Indiana International. He got the right person well, in place, you. he I really appreciate does. That. Next question is, um, what causes, organizations do you support? You mentioned your network. What else are you supporting uh, through your reign? I-
1: I'm a big supporter of the National Kidney Foundation of Indiana. This has been an organization that has helped me personally since I have struggled with kidney disease. And since I've had a transplant, since I've been healthy enough to actually give back to the community, they have opened up many doors for me to do so. I love doing their annual galas. I get to go and help show off the ring that they raffle off, and it's a lot of fun for me. And they offer these opportunities for me to give back to the kidney patient community at large. So I definitely support Keeney Foundation of Indiana. They are great. And I also support Make-A-Wish. I was a wish kid. I got a wish granted when I first got sick. And I got to meet Jack White of the rock band, The White Stripes. And it was such a great experience that I have to give back to Make-A-Wish.
0: There's a story in the Bible about Joseph whose brothers uh, sold him into slavery and betrayed him. And he wound up going to Egypt and saving his people when the famine came Upon Israel, then Joseph was in Egypt already and received his whole family. And when they came, he could have been upset with them. He said, "What you meant for evil, God meant for good." And the idea is that what Joy has done here is taken the difficulty in life, taken the lemons, (laughs) and made Mm -hmm. lemonade. And that cliche is somewhat true. Mm -hmm. You want to share more about uh, those you're supporting?
1: Yes, I'm also a big supporter of Go Red for Women. The Miss International Passion has a national alliance with Go Red for Women, and this is an important cause because... Most women, well, the main cause of death in America for women is heart disease. And you need to know your numbers. You need to know your BMI. You need to know your cholesterol levels. You need to know your blood pressure, things like that. And a lot of women aren't aware of these numbers and of the risk factors of heart disease. So it's very important that we align ourselves with Go Red for Women, which supports awareness of heart disease in women. And it's important just to know that the symptoms of heart disease for women can be different from men. So it's important just to stay healthy.
0: You know, I thought that's more of a thing with men, but women also have heart disease issues?
1: Yes, it's the number one killer of women in America, heart disease. And the symptoms present differently. So where most research has focused on men up until now, which is why we have the connotation that it's a men's disease, Mm -hmm. it's a women's disease, too. And we've got to stay focused on helping women know their risk factors, helping them quit smoking, helping them maintain a healthy weight, eat healthy, things like that, so that they can stay healthy individuals for life.
0: Wow, we're getting education here on this program. Thank you so much for that. Now, let's talk to people once again about how they can uh, be encouraged in difficulties. Uh, Talk to people now directly about how they can cope with difficulties and challenges in their lives.
1: When we go through difficulties, I think it's normal to feel very down, and sometimes it's common for people to feel like God has left them. It is important to remember that God never leaves you, that God is always near you, and you can find comfort in those statements. Even when going through hard times, like I did with dialysis or waiting for a transplant for four years, God is there in the midst the whole time, and you've got to remember that, and that can help you cope.
0: That is so good. I'm sure also... Knowing people and having in your circle people who are encouraging. Yes. Uh, let's talk about your mother for a moment. Now, Tina, I met Tina. Uh, I met, in fact, you and your mom through Charles Brown, a mutual friend of ours. Mm-hmm. And your mom is especially talk about your mom, Tina.
1: My mother has been my rock. I grew up with a single parent, a single mother, which was Tina, and she was the strongest woman that I knew. She provided for us, she took care of us, and we never lacked for anything. When I was sick, my mother was my rock. When I was down and depressed because I was sick, she gave me the scripture and encouragement to keep moving forward. When I think of trying to go through this kidney disease journey alone, I realize I couldn't have done it because God sent me the right mother (laughs) to help me handle these situations. She is First and foremost, my biggest supporter. She's my biggest fan, and anything that I want to do, including this pageant and um, being Miss Indiana International, she is there cheering me on.
0: That's wonderful. And talking to your mom uh, when you came for your uh, to film your video, I remember you came a little bit nervous, mm-hmm. and you came. Your mom encouraged you, and not only encouraged you, she actually expected you to, you know, to to do this video and uh, overcome the jitters, and, and I could see that. That strength, you know, is, has become your strength. And what, what she encouraged you to do now, you're doing for other people. And that's how it is, isn't it? That we encourage, we're encouraged by our parents, and then we in turn become encouragers of the people. Now talk to our audience again, please, if you could, to young people now. Talk to young people about how they can uh... stay encouraged how they can pursue their dreams
1: i think it's important to remember when pursuing your dreams that anything that is meant for you you will not have to chase god will open up doors to get you to where you need to be when i first got the idea on my heart for donor appreciation network i knew it was from god because doors just kept opening up first i was able to um, secure money to have startup funds by winning a contest through skin to shaving cream. Actually, then when I wanted a partnership with IU Hospital to distribute my donor celebration boxes to living kidney donors, it just worked out. So, when you have a dream on your heart that God has truly given you, you will not have to break down doors and fight and jump through fires to try to get it done. God will help you along the way. I'm not saying it's going to be easy all the time, but God has, if He has a plan for you, He will see. You through it.
0: That is so good. As a young person, um, and I've raised four, four children who are now grown, and I think they're all older than you, I believe my kids are. And and so we said the same thing to my kids. Uh, my wife and I encouraged them, we empowered them, wouldn't allow them to, to feel sorry for themselves, and yet we also gave them the tools they needed to, to succeed in life. So let me ask you this, Dan, what what concerns you when you look at our society, you look at young people, what most concerns you about what you see among young people today?
1: I think what concerns me most is apathy. People... I think youth are often not involved in something with an intense passion, but I think with a lot of prayer and focus, God can give you that passion to focus on something that you are meant to do. Apathy, not caring about things or not having a focused passion towards something is a huge problem in youth today.
0: That's such a uh, a great insight, and that I believe is our responsibility. In fact, even now, I think our words here today, this program today, is a source of encouragement for young people who are watching. I would say to those who are watching, make sure that uh, you get the podcast and forward this link, you know, to a young person, because it's good to see a young person who has this motivation, who has this encouragement in her own heart, who has risen above great challenges and are now doing great things in our community and for herself as well, so, Joy, what a great uh, great opportunity to talk to you. One last question. Uh, talk to our audience now about anything on your heart you want to share in our closing comments. Uh, we have viewers and listeners from... Indiana, from around the world, by podcast. Encourage them now with final words, if you could, please.
1: You know, I always dreamt of the moment when someone would say, say anything you want to the crowd. (laughs) And if I really could have that moment, which I have now, I would say, celebrate that God is good. That he is doing wonderful things in your life, like he has done in my life, and he's going to continue to do. I think oftentimes we look around, we're seeing school shootings, we're seeing violence, we're seeing people dying in the street. But you know what? God is still the throne he is still in control and he is still working out marvelous things for all those who love him
0: well said Uh, we've been speaking with joy arujo miss indiana international for 2018 and we are just so encouraged to see how god's using her how she is staying encouraged how she's rising above challenges and so much so until now she's actually exporting joy her name joy is her mission is also joy so I want to thank you, uh, Ms. Arujo, <laughs> for coming in today to speak with me here on Conversations in Focus on the Vision Stream Network. We've also been showing you throughout the program a website you can uh, visit. This is her website, Joy's website, for her Donor Appreciation Network. I want to encourage you to support her with your prayer, with your finances, with your presence if possible. Let's get behind this young lady. Let's encourage her because she will help encourage other people. There's a story in the Bible where uh, Moses at one time called for Joshua and said, Now, let's encourage him because he will bless other people. So, Joy, you stay encouraged, young lady, and we are godly proud of you.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: You're very welcome. God bless you. We'll see you next time.